0: October 28, 2020 is a lot from Pedro show. Hi.
1: the time
0: For Pedro show, happy Wednesday. Last Wednesday for October. I voted yesterday, week early. Nice. First time I ever did that. People, you can hear my guest. You thought I was man alone because it's still quit quarantino mode. And brother Matt, love Grotto on Pleasure Point there. But through the magic of those Estonian software engineers with their scab invention, I got Peter Avalos. Did I uh, pronounce that right? Uh, Alvanos. Yeah, Alvinos. 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 You- yeah, like
2: Albatross. Greek, huh? Yeah, Yeah.
0: You got it. Right, so nice. probably another alphabet that I couldn't read. <laughs> you know, I've, done, I've played in Athens four or five times with Stooges, and when they say it's all Greek to me, it, it's like that. Like, you don't know how to even say it wrong because they're using... <laughs> actually, it's an earlier alphabet than this Roman one we use. Sure. Yeah, and I think it came from the Phoenicians, but the Greek guys added vowels. Right. Right. So, you know, everybody pitching in together to try to fucking get it together. So we started off with the show, uh, Freddy Freeloader, John Coltrane with Miles Davis, and then Fabulous Bird, which is one of your projects, Oh 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 song. Let's go all the way back. Your earliest musical recollection, please. Woo!
2: Let's see. Earliest. I have two. I don't know
0: which one. Well, look, look, it's a for Peebo show, so there's never a hard question or a wrong answer.
2: All right. Well, I'm thinking when I was hmm, seven or eight years old, riding with my mother in her 1965 Mustang, driving over the Ashley River Bridge in Charleston, South Carolina. And I believe it was the Turtles Happy Together was on the radio. And I remember telling, asking my mother, can we go to the radio station to watch them play?
0: Oh, so there, there was a gig.
2: No, I oh. thought I thought these bands played
0: live. Oh, you thought the sound from the radio was actually these cats playing.
2: Yeah. Hey, not, you know, like,
0: that ain't too ridiculous because, you know, you're just a kid and trying to figure it out. Right,
2: uh, absolutely.
0: Okay, so 65. Now, the first stangs are 64 and a half, so she's got one of the first ones. Right. And, you know, they were marketed towards women at first, and they wouldn't even put V8s in them, or when they did, it was a real tiny one. But sure. uh, I'm curious, at the pad, you grew up there in Charleston.
2: Mm-hmm. Was that musical instruments? Not really. My brother played guitar a little bit. There was a guitar, but it wasn't really there. It was there, but I didn't. I was just into skateboarding, man.
0: Okay. So... Uh, What about at school? Were you in the choir or the marching band or shit like that?
2: I was not. Now, in church, being Greek, grew up in a Greek Orthodox church. Yeah. I did sing in the choir. When I was in high school, I wanted to learn more about my culture. And I started singing, reading the phonetics, English phonetics of old Greek Byzantine chants and hymns.
0: Right, right, because uh, actually, that's where the empire went, Christian. Mm -hmm. Right, uh, Constantine, I think his name was. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so so how did you get on the drum? What, What drove you to the drum?
2: Man, I had a couple of friends in elementary school that had drum sets, but I'll tell you when it really came together for me. I was 22, 23 years old. And I was watching MTV, and there was this band from Winston-Salem, North Carolina, uh, called Let's Active. Oh, yeah. That would have been Mitch Easter Easter, uh, Sarah Ronweber and Faye Hunter. And there was a song, Every Word Means No, and it kind of had that feel of I'm not your stepping stone monkeys-esque. It was pop. And just watching those cool girls, man, with the big hair. That's right. She
0: was, uh, they had a lady drummer, and we lost her to cancer, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just Sarah Warnlubber.
0: Right, and her brother was Dexter with the yep. Flat Duo Jet. Yeah. Great great band,
2: that's, great man. Great man.
0: yeah. And I think that drummer man was Crow.
2: Yeah. He had there one name.
0: <laughs> Crow yeah, was...
2: that's right.
0: Okay, you know what? I forgot so to that, ask you? That did
2: it for me. I, I wanted to be a drummer just watching that video. They,
0: they inspired you. I forgot to ask when you were more a boy, what was the first record you bought with your own money?
2: Um, I think it would have been goodbye Yellow brick Road Elton John. <laughs>
0: and, and the first gig you went and saw that was it coming over the Stang radio. Oh
2: man. my first show it was a band called the Atlanta Rhythm section. Oh yeah and they were all <laughs> they were on the champagne Jam tour. <laughs> okay. <laughs> probably They're gonna have us a champagne jam. I mean, it was kind of you know, kind of a hook.
0: At least three hours
2: probably
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Long gig, long gig. Okay, <laughs> right. okay, let's get back to the let's active inspiration moment, the Eureka moment for fucking Pete. Yeah. Uh, so what you went and got a drum set or were you still borrowing friends?
2: I had a I had a friend that had an extra drum set and I traded a BMX bike and a skateboard for a drum set. And what what kind? It was a white Slingerland kit. Ah, Slingerland,
0: George Hurley's first uh, snare was a 40s ah, nice. wood, wooden uh, snare.
2: Wooden snare, yeah, okay. This one had a metal snare. It was an all-white set. And this guy went through all the trouble of cutting little squares out of black electrical tape and checkerboarding the whole kit. Whoa! Yeah, it looked really cool.
0: <laughs> like, uh what that band from England, The Specials or something. Sure, right? Yeah, right. Okay, okay, and... Uh, so you went and got this. You went and traded for it. So there was no like pressure like from parents, like, if I get you this, you got to take lessons. Did you take lessons?
2: I didn't. I, well, I didn't. My lessons were my friend's advice. He said, just listen, find a radio station, and just play along to the music.
0: You know how George Hurley did
2: it? How did he do it?
0: He bought uh, My Generation, uh, The Who, uh, and yes. uh, Spectrum by Billy Cobham. Ooh. And then he got some headphones. <laughs> and he just... Yeah. He fucking manhandled it with those two fucking records, pracking every day. Traded, his... You know, all it made. makes sense. Yeah, you know, trade making uh, surfboards. Got rid of all that shit oh. and got, just got into doing drum. So, so... Nice. People, you gotta see that. You can't be self-motivated and, and, and do it that way. Uh sure. so Everybody's got their own way of getting it. now. Uh, How long were you man alone before it was time to play with other cats?
2: Man, it was not long. I had gotten this drum set. It, man, it was like a few months. Wow. I mean, I I got, you know, I would play, I would watch MTV videos and just kind of mimic it. So when I got the kit, I was able to play a 4 four beat eighth notes, straightforward rock. Yeah. I was able to do that. And then I would pick up records. And, um, but it was, uh, you you met this cat, Ballard Leesman. Oh, yeah. He lives here in Athens. So we grew up together in Charleston. Fantastic drummer. And so he was playing bass. I was playing drums. And we had this guy, David Lee, playing guitar. And that was the band Good Sam.
0: Oh, Power Tree. Yeah. Good Sam. Okay. Good Sam. Okay, okay, okay. I, I heard about them. Uh, now, do you remember the first Good Sam gig?
2: The first Good Sam gig? Yes. I wish I knew the man's name. We were playing in a neighborhood, downtown Charleston. And I have photos of it. And... Uh, Yes, I do remember there was this, these big Fender PA speakers, tower speakers, and we played, and this man-neighbor came down the street yelling at us, saying, you boys need to turn it down. It's like an echo chamber out here. My wife and I are trying to sleep. We can't sleep. We just all trust an accent. Now, now, Dollar does it really well.
0: Now, now, was this like music farm days or uh, miskins or Ooh. shit like that?
2: Wow, Um, this would have been 88, 89, so it would have been... Well, yeah, uh, there's different... This wasn't... I take it back, it was a house party.
0: Yeah, there was different music farms, right? Yeah.
2: Sure, yeah. So there was a music farm on East Bay Street, and then they moved on to a bigger location. Yeah, downtown. Yeah, downtown. So we would have also played, maybe not with Good Sam, played... I hate to bring this up to you because I know you're going to remember this place and it might bring back, uh, it might piss you off. Club dog alley. Oh, one gig. You know, yeah. you
0: only play a lame gig once unless you're an idiot. Right. Yes.
2: We played. <laughs> and I remember the boss was
0: actually a cat from New York and I think he was on the shit on the pipe or something.
2: Yep. Yeah. Cause you guys played there. And then when you played the music farm, you guys had him, you had, uh, you told uh, security to get that guy out. He was at the show. Cause yeah. He, did, he stiffed you guys like he stiffed everyone else.
0: Yeah, that's sad. It was tragic.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: You know, but those things happen. You're speed bumps in the road of music. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. If I, I want to play right?
0: some uh, Good Sam, uh, Buddy Ebsen.
2: Yeah. All right. <laughs> Watt radio station. Hey, he would play, you know, like at five o'clock. I want to say on Thursdays or Fridays, he would play. He would have like a local hour.
0: Yeah, people were talking about Woody, the Woodman. Yeah, had a, he had a station. Now we're talking yeah. about a college. Well, Charleston's a lot of kind of different town, but it's got a school, but no fucking radio. But the Woodman. But the Woodman. He had Woody had this station and big power. And, and, and also, they put on some festivals.
2: Yeah, the festivals were amazing. It was 96 Wave was the radio station. That's
0: right. That's right. Good old days. You
2: know, it wasn't all bad
0: old days. It was some good parts. Yep. And cats Hell like that. Hell yeah. You know, I, people ask me about the old days. And I say, it's like the, these days, too. It's all about people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, now, now, how long did Good Sam
2: go? Good Sam was just around, I don't really know. Um... Well, you kind of know you were the drummer, man. <laughs> yeah, I was the drummer, but man, dang, that was so long ago. Uh, um, you know, we might have played six, eight months together, and then Ballard moved to Athens to go to school here.
3: Right.
2: And I moved to New York for a little while. I was there about a year. So, you know, it was probably six, seven, eight months. Okay, Ballard, down. you know, I, I didn't have any drum, you know, I didn't take any drum lessons, but I will say Ballard, Ballard was a big help. You know, yeah, The one yeah. thing that he taught me, I'll never forget this. He's, he said, timing, keep that tempo steady, dynamics, know when to play now loud, know when to play soft, don't speed up when you play louder, don't slow down when you play slower, and then drum fills, you know, make them tasteful. And I never forgot those three things.
0: That's great advice. And also the, the idea of learning by doing. You know, I forgot yeah. to tell the people what we played. There was Buddy Epson from Good Sand, Bonus yeah. Prendon. Was that one of your first recordings, Pete? Good Sam? Buddy Epson. Yeah. Okay. Then we have Rebop from Bombas Prandon. Uh, electrostatic. Uh, no, Electrosonic. Actually, that was the name of the record. It was uh, Delia De- Derbyshire and the two other people from that BBC uh, sound workshop under pseudonyms, uh-huh. but I-, I didn't write them down like an asshole. Sorry. Okay. here <laughs> Spontum- <laughs> after that. This is uh, Roger Miller from... Uh, Mission of Burma when he was still in Ann Arbor as a Ooh. young man, as a bass player even. Yeah, the Ashton man. brothers told me about going to parties. Roger Miller's parents would let these guys have parties in their pad. I think they were nice. teachers and professors. Then we had Sticks, not the Chicago band. No, Ridiculous Trio out of Chicago. This is <laughs> sax, tuba, and drums, power trio doing uh, Stooges songs. No fun. Nice. And then Sticks, not the Chicago band, but this new one with the uh, nephew Alex from Dirty Beaches, uh, and a Ruski guy named Zarya. Uh, no, the tune's <coughs> named Zarya. I don't know his name, sorry, brother, I'll, I'll, I'll learn it. And Guy by Voices <laughs> after that, down the island, Hell out of England with the demo. Uh, no, a new tune, Sick in the Head. And uh, brand new from Himmel Room, Himmel's Heaven. But I think these guys are da- Danish, With because uh, this word, <laughs> ven. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, my fucked up knees, my, my um, pops Ma came from Denmark, so, and there was a oh, family okay. thing, and I could see where the fucked up knees came from, the gift <laughs> that keeps giving, right? And then finally, fabulous bird with no way. Okay, so you go to New York City, did you bring the drum set
2: with you? I didn't, I didn't go to New York to play music. So I started out on skateboard, skateboarding led me to theater and then theater led me to acting and I went to go pursue acting. Okay. Had some friends up there. Yeah. So you put the sticks down. I put the sticks down for about a year.
0: Okay. Then what what made you want to pick them up back up?
2: Well, I went to New York and I, I just, I was ambivalent you know I had ambivalence to being an actor some days I'd wake up saying yeah this is what I want to do and some days I'd wake up going what am I doing here and uh had a friend back in Charleston that was making music and producing music working at a studio and we would send cassettes of demos and uh well, what would you put on your cassette? Hand clapping, It was pretty. It was just spoken. It was almost more spoken word, you know. Oh, it was oh, more oh okay. Singing an idea of a, you know, of a song. Okay, okay. And uh,
0: you mean like that? So have I, you ever heard that Trogs outtake where they're trying to tell the guy how to do a fill? Doopie boopy boop They're all baracho and shit.
2: Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Poppy
0: boopie boppy. <laughs> <Now>, you <laughs> fucking bastard! It's baby, baby! baby. <laughs>
2: nice yeah
0: yeah so okay what you cut rope and you go back to
2: i go back to charleston and and decide man i can do whatever i want where i want to do it because i was working all the time i didn't have time to audition or do anything in new york and i just decided man if you want to do something do it because you enjoy doing it you love doing it and it was music for me you know i went to uh uh, what's the name of that club? It's now Webster Hall the in Ritz. New York. The Ritz. Yes, the Ritz.
0: That was man, the, the biggest
2: some, place a punk band could play. Man, I saw some great shows there, and that inspired me. I saw Dinosaur Jr. I saw Ball. Yeah, that was a crazy show. That was a crazy. Ball. That was I think that had
0: Don, Don Fleming in it. Uh, yeah. yeah, Don Fleming. Yeah, Don and Kramer, Fleming. On, yeah, in Kramer, right? Right. This shimmy yeah, disguise, right? Shimmy disc. Yeah, not Brother Wayne Kramer. Right. Yeah, yeah, Um <laughs> Different Kramer. <laughs> in a lot of ways. So so I saw
2: some of those shows and I got inspired. You were inspired, again.
0: but it's expensive to live there instead. You go back home and yeah. uh you,
2: you, you get in another band. I get in another band, yeah. And what were they called? They were called we were called Checking the Harvest. <laughs> Whoa. It was in, it was inspired by a fly uh uh it was a news article on my father. He, he went to Greece in the 70s when my grandfather died, and he came back and smuggled an olive plant. Tree. <laughs> and, and so the Olive Tree, we got a lot of them. That... The News and Courier wrote an article on my father, and they titled it Checking the Harvest.
0: They're olive trees because we got a lot in Pedro when the Italians came from Ischia. They oh, cool. plant a tree in all their yards. Yeah, because Greeks and Italians share that olive thing. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, uh, the, 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 the south part where the heel is of the boot. It's right, exactly. acro- right across the Adriatic. So there's mm-hmm. buttloads of olive trees. Now Ischia yeah. is an island off of Napoli on the other side, but still the something about olives in, in Italy and in Greece. So he probably smuggled. Ah, but a tiny tree is kind of like a bush
2: yeah yeah, like a bush yeah
0: yeah sapling. okay so it, that's where the name came from the newspaper article
2: yeah we we're inspired by that newspaper article i had my father holding it you guys, up at his olives did you record we um we had some stuff i i'm not sure where it is but we we did record some stuff on four track
0: because I'm wondering because you didn't send me any
2: i didn't you know it just it, it just dawned on to me actually
0: and how this how long this band lasts
2: and maybe, again, maybe a year, if that. And then what
0: was after that?
2: After that was uh, Honey Wagon. Oh, okay. So okay. I'll put a Honey Wagon tune on there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get to that uh, uh, shit at the end of the show. <laughs> I should have had it. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> well, I didn't know the chronology, you know.
2: Oh, that's okay. No, I, no, that's I, okay. I saw
0: there was a lot of fabulous bird, though.
2: Yeah, that that's more present. That's stuff, more yeah.
0: current. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, when I get this mind reading thing solved, there, there won't be any
2: problem. <laughs> yeah, let me know. Let me know. Yeah. So I'm curious, what led to the breakup? Um usually with any of these bands that was school, everyone it seemed like wanted to go back to school and finish school, especially with Honeywagon. We were a a trio, and those two guys were studying to be uh, psychiatrists.
0: Are are they that? that Therapists. Are they that these days? Yes. Wow, so they they had success. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. They decided, uh, you know, they, they they were in school when we were playing, actually.
0: You know those skills, though, they probably would come in handy in a band
2: sitch. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Telling me <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're at the end of the first hour. Uh, October 28, 2020 edition. What Peter show special guest Peter Avalos. Uh,
2: Alva Alvanos. Alva, Alvanos.
0: Alvanos. Al Albatross. Alvanos. Yeah, I'm a asshole. I'm sorry, Peter. Hold tight for <laughs> our two. Kid. October 28, 2020, is the second hour of the Watch for Pedro Show!
1: your master's will. Drink, boys, drink, boys, and see that you don't spill. For if you do, you will drink too. That is your master's will. that you don't spill for if you do you will drink too that is your master's will hooray boys hooray boys oh you have got your way and as you do you will drink too that is your master's way drink boys drink boys see that you don't spill for if you do you will drink too that is your master's will hooray boys hooray boys you have got your way as you do you will drink Two cups of fame, be having two cups of fame. They'll be having two cups of fame. They'll be having two cups of fame. They'll be having two cups of fame.
3: If you think you've got an idea, think go, girl. If you think you've got an idea, think go, girl.
0: For Peevers, she'll start off the second hour with If you Bird from the Famous Bird, and then uh, the parentheses you had, plus John uh, DeFillo.
2: Yep, yeah, and what do you do? Man, I sent him that recording of me just playing acoustic and singing. And I said, Man, check this out. I had just come back from tour, and I came back to Athens and I ran into him in Athens because there was another pop festival in Athens, and we hit it off. We had mutual friends, but anyways, we were staying in touch. And I said, Check this out, man. This I've just been really inspired lately. Wanted you to check it out. And the next thing I know, I get it. He said, Send me your email. And I sent him my email. He played everything else. Oh, he fun. played drums. He added everything. Dude, Dave he did a Dave yeah. Roll on you? <laughs> he did. And it's. I was really, I was flattered. I'm like, Holy shit, this sounds amazing. Stevie Wonder. Thank you. Stevie Wonder.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: Sam Stevie Bennett
0: Wander. after that. And Prince, right? All those guys, from what I've read, and I asked Dave when he made that first album, started with the drums. Uh uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Sam yeah. Bennett after that with Been Too Long. The God and Hackney, they were on a couple episodes ago. Sooty boat, boat Race. I think Elvis's ma called the Feet Sooties because Elvis was crying at the funeral. You were um. little sooties. Yeah. tripping Uh trippy. Anyway, uh, Thor and Friends. Drummer man out of Austin with Uber Driver. Are you a cop there on last month? Monica. Tell him Daydream the Way, his new record. And then ta- Turn and Go from Fabulous Bird. I mean, we're going to play a lot of Fabulous Bird on this show. Tell-, tell me about this
2: project. Fabulous Bird was inspired by my great uncle, Herman Giovano. He was a an artist in Boston, Massachusetts. He was the spiritual guide to this Armenian American artist, Alan Havanis. And I have a lot of Herman's paintings and my, he, he would, he would come and visit family before I was born. He would come visit family and he would draw. And it was this guy that he was considered the psychic painter, the Socrates of Boston. And he could see into the past and in the future. And, uh, My mother told me many stories about this this guy, and um, anyways, there was a part of me that felt guilt of doing what I loved and having fun doing it, and the idea of somehow making a living as a musician-artist, and one day the lights went off. I thought, hey, everyone looks up to Herman and respects him and says nothing but wonderful things about this guy, and guess what? He was an artist. So I felt like it just kind of gave me the green light to go for it. And there's a painting that I have that is titled Fabulous Bird.
0: Oh, and he made the painting.
2: He made the painting.
0: So in a way, it was like a validation.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. That's kind of the reason I wrote that song. Bob Dylan wrote Propaganda songs. Yeah? In a strange way. Yeah. I thought about Bobby Dylan and what he wrote. Because I was worried about what I was writing, and I said, fuck it.
2: Exactly. I mean, that's what it was for me. It was like, no one, no one's going to disown me.
0: And what was the first fabulous bird song you wrote?
2: I think it was A Tribute to You, which I did not send you. Okay. <laughs> Damn um, it.
0: Well, like skateboarding, <laughs> right? Maybe you don't want video of your first time on the skateboard. (laughs) Yeah, right,
2: right. (laughs) True, true. Very true.
0: Here, I want to play beats per second. That sounds like a drummer, man. Beats per
3: second Your heart races, And for good reasons we yeah.
0: For Pedro Show, beats per second from Fabulous Bird. Ganji Island after that was spooky action at a distance. The Magnet Hearts. We had a uh, Brother Franklin on the other week. My brain was fried in the California sun. Thor Harris and Rob How more Thor Harris. Drummers can't stop them. Wisconsin Ethics. Thum with sound of heavy stone, but he, he's with Rob howerson there. Which is trippy because the other one's Thor and Friends, but I imagine Rob's a friend too. <laughs> <laughs> Thumaf off, off their new album, with, uh, Sound of a Heavy Stone. And then Elf Power with Twitching. Now, Elf uh, Power has gone a long a long time. So, and w- w- what era were you in with those guys?
2: Well, I'm still in with them. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I started around 2011, New Year's Eve show. And then how'd that happen? Because uh, Athens Connect. Athens connection. Um, we we had a lot of mutual friends. I had elf power being part of the Elephant Six the collective. Yeah. Um, I had played in 2004 with Bill Doss of the Olivia Trimmer Control, and I. It's a it's a small town. Yeah. And it's divided time, right?
0: It's college, the bulldogs, and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, you got everything else. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like a farmer would tell you, if you want a good crop, use a lot of manure.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, what was your first gig with Health Power like? Man, it was cool because it was a New Year's show at the 40 watt.
0: Ah, Barry. Barry Bug. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Barry. Great boss. She's awesome. Yeah. Now, now,
0: now, um, now, 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 fabulous bird. That, that was like your man alone project, right?
2: What, you, it, it has been with other people, and more recently, the last few years, it has become more of just me doing it. Yes.
0: And but what I was wondering was, when you joined the F Power
2: guys, did you kind of put it on the shelf? Well, I would say. Playing shows, I may have put it on the shelf, but I just continue to write and record. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And and have a
2: have a website that was more of my outlet.
0: So it was like kind of parallel universe.
2: Yeah, I mean with Elf Power, yeah, I want to. I'm going to put that up first because we're touring and we're we're doing a lot, and it was a great. It is a great opportunity for me, and I've got to play with a lot of really cool acts. So. It's more like fabulous spirit is more of just to keep me happy to to get out what's in my head well, it's
0: like having your own fanzine. there's no filter like with health power you join in a band you got to negotiate your input right
2: yeah yeah I mean andrew is amazing he's he's very open-minded to others ideas and stuff but at the end of the day you know this band's been around forever and I'm joining the band and I'm here to do my job, be prepared, be there on time, know the songs. And, and I think Andrew is smart about who he hires. He's not going to hire someone to do something that he wants them to do. That's going to, he's not going to try to change you. He saw my drumming, my abilities and thought I would be a good fit. So,
0: you know, I think it's healthy Yeah. in all the arts. To like switch up the roles sometimes you're the shot caller sometimes you let other cats be the shot caller you can't absolutely you, yeah you know you can't learn everything being the boss and then you get this kind of weird side manitis if you never get to express your own thing right right and it seems like life is about different roles diff- you get put in different stitches so you have to navigate it you know what I'm saying so absolutely yeah okay so I think it's kind of healthy I, I really learned this cause I didn't do much of that stuff until like the portal for pyros. And then mm-hmm. I helped out Jay Mascus and then 125 months with the Stooges. And I found out it was really important to kind of do those kind of stuff. Especially if you're gonna ask people to take direction, you should learn how to take direction yourself at that.
2: I agree with you wholeheartedly. And, you know, putting your ego aside You know, know, Andrew, not being a drummer, has an idea. I'm going to be open to it because because he's not a drummer, he's going to probably come up with something cool where he doesn't know the rules. So he's going to break all the rules.
0: Okay, so he
2: might come up with something that's interesting. You know, for instance, I know that when I first started drumming, I I look back and go, damn, that was really cool and creative. I, I just I didn't know rudiments. I didn't understand things except for by just feel. Feel. And I'm trying to get back to that.
0: Yeah, yeah. The the, the age of or the, the time of discovery. The it, isn't that trippy? Because then it can just get covered up with cliches and shtick. Yeah. yeah. True. That's uh that, that's interesting. And it's something that you can't really know ahead of time. I think you have to live it.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. you Know the school of life. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. We're
0: at the end of the second hour. Uh, October 28, 2020. Special guest, Peter Alvanas. Woo! Yeah, okay, success. Hold tight for hour three. October 28, 2020, it's the third hour of the White for Pedro show.
4: 13.
1: Rock and roll Hit me I felt Electricity
4: and A lot of heat From my daddy and You've been at it For so long Seems like forever. It's better now than never. Kissing to the stars. The speechless wonder, I wonder. Playing your songs. Isn't that what really matters? Now.
3: best
0: Well, from Pedro Show. We start off the third hour with Pinball Kings from Fabulous Bird, and we're relating back to the uh, uh, the Space Pony guys that were telling us uh, last episode about the, the Pinball Odyssey rock opera, you know, and the metaphor that we're all just pinballs, and uh, Pete brought up the idea of the tilt, which is interesting, because I said the same fucking thing when they were talking <laughs> to me.
2: <laughs> awesome.
0: Yeah, we had Crane after that with Lost Cause, Bronze Age... UFO or UFO from Baltimore with Alice Croupier, not Cooper. Side A. Oh, they wow. Did, yeah, big old, uh, I think I like a three or four cassette tape. Uh, cats are getting into that again, cassette tapes. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and then uh, the Rave Up from Fabulous Bird. Well, interesting. Uh, you know, I saw pictures of you with acoustic guitar. Yes. So you did learn other instruments.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, playing in bands with Good Sam and Honey Wagon and Checking the Harvest. I would learn a chord here, or there. And living in Charleston, I got f- frustrated trying to find like-minded people that I decided I'm just going to write my own songs.
0: Yeah, you know, my, my philosophy is if you can play drums, you can play all the other instruments because it's all about rhythm. And this is yeah. why I think they've made jokes out of drummers, because they, they're uh, it's contempt for the power. It's rhythm, right? Yeah. And, and, and so, yeah, let's hide him in the back and say he's stupid.
2: Sons <laughs> of bitches.
0: Yeah, big problem. Big <laughs> mistake I think Minuteman made was putting George Hurley in the back. He should have been. You know, last 20 years, I've had my cool. drummers way up front. Yeah, I never have that in well, the back shit any anymore. Fuck that, that's ridiculous.
2: George, yeah, George would. That that makes plenty of sense to put George up front.
0: You know, we're gonna play something here. Uh, I didn't get to meet Nicky, but I met his brother Epic. We're okay, really nice cat. But we're gonna play this tune, uh, Family Baba. Okay.
2: Yeah.
5: Made. never lost my mother's halo, or drank your father's champagne. I never gave in to temptation, never took those pieces of gold, never rode across ancient Egypt, or broke your
0: for Pedro, show last music for this edition nicky sudden with family bible we are the, the asteroid with nothing from their new record they're working on a new one i uh, asked. and then finally honey which should have been at the beginning because this is one of pete's first bands with vitamin vitamin That's h vitamin h for honey okay tell me about this this nicky Sutton. because i'm big swell maps fan i mean him and his brother epic it was a. Uh, Heard about Seymour, I remember getting the single, and then this album called Jane from Occupied Europe was just fucking righteous.
2: Yeah, I mean, he, he was prolific. I mean, he's got so much stuff out, it's not even funny. Where, where, it's, where's your mind blowing? in New York City? No, I met him in Athens. He would, you know, REM, because of REM, I feel like there's this bridge to the world.
0: I mean, oh, you yeah. get people
2: all over the world coming here, whether they're REM fanatics or musicians, you know, Robin Hitchcock, uh, Nikki Sutton. Nikki Sutton would come here in the summers. When I moved here, moved here in 2001, I would say 2002, 2003, uh, I discovered him. And he would come. I would recognize him. He would come every summer. And I knew when he was in town because when I would hit all the thrift shops to find all the Paisley and Western shirts. It would be all all the small size would be gone. I'm like, fuck. I, I guess Nikki's in town. I can't find anything. And sure enough, June, July. You know, it's ninety degrees. Yeah, I was it's gonna 90. say the time to visit Athens. Well, at least, let me tell you, at he least he would wear school scarf. is out. At he least wear, school was like, out. Scarfs and long sleeve shirts. With the fucking humanism. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what he's used to in Europe. I guess they're not as you know. They don't really have ac there <laughs> okay you know musical. at least then i guess okay I mean, but but tell me about this musical connect yeah so i cross paths with him a few times and
0: uh what traded shirts <laughs> yeah
2: you know, we would talk about music and stuff and um what happened was i was driving to work and adam music who is the other part it was a southern bitch who played on that with Nicky Sudden. Um, it's Nikki Sudden featuring Southern Bitch. I don't know if I included that. But anyways, uh, Adam called me and said, hey, man, you want to come play some drums? I, you know, And I was like, yeah, just let me know when. He said, well, I need you now. And I'll never, <laughs> I'll never forget where I was. I was at the end of Washington Street.
0: I know and where that is. I was is. about
2: to make a left to go to work. I know where right that is. Yep, yep. I was about to make a left to go to work. And I gotta tell the listeners
0: high. something. There there's a yes. court, there's a courthouse or the or the mayor's office is shit and there's a double barrel cannon. Yeah. <laughs> this guy yeah. some doctor invented it. He thought you could blow it out with a chain <laughs> in between and kill all kinds of people, but they couldn't get a fuse two fuses to burn
2: at the same time. Oh
0: shit. Anyway, go on, I'm sorry. Well no, yeah.
2: So instead of making a laugh, I called in and I and I a friend that was already working there and I asked her if she would she would uh, cover my shift. She said yeah, sure, no problem. So I had already said yes whether she was gonna cover for me or not. I was like I'll see ya. <laughs> and when I went to the studio at Chase Park, uh, there was Adam Music and Nikki Sudden was there. It was like oh shit! I had just talked to him the night before. We were talking about the Stones and Beatles and Ringo Starr and. Charlie Watts and uh, it was like, oh, wow. And so that's how I played with him. But after after we played, I asked him if he'd barter with me and I actually had him play on a fabulous bird song as well, play a solo. Oh, great. And I'm thinking about it now going, damn it, I didn't send you that, shit. No. But, um, but so always, that's how I
0: met him. You can always send me whenever and I'll play it. Yeah,
2: yeah. cool. Thank you so much, um, Pete. But, that, but that's how I met him. Um, <laughs> You know, he would hang around town and I'll have to tell you this story. So that last, that was 2000. And I think it was shit. When he, when did he die? I think 2006.
0: Something like that.
2: So it would have been that year. I think in New York city. I'm sorry.
0: I think it was in New York city right after it it was.
2: Yeah. So he was in Athens and he was going to go to New York city and his last show in Athens. Um, I overslept. I had been working. I had worked like these long shifts and I rushed downtown to come see him play. And he said, because where were you, man? I waited for you. And I said, man, I'm so sorry, Nikki. I overslept. I've been working a lot of hours lately. And I got to hang out with him for about 30 minutes or an hour. And that's the last time I saw him. Oh, man. I mean, that was it. I missed that last show. But I I felt... But there's a lesson there. I got to see him.
0: Pete, there's a lesson there. That you never know how much time you got, so you got to make shit count, right?
2: Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. You know, I learned it the and, hard
0: way with D. Boone, man. You just don't know how much man. time you got,
2: right? You don't. You don't. You're so, right. So, so,
0: so when I, I remember, I took this, this young guy on tour, and he goes, "We got an hour to kill," and I looked at him. Yeah. And I said, "Think about that. I mean, you're only, yeah. only you're only 22. We were only 22 when we st- started to man. But look, wow. look, look, Pete, where where, where can uh?" People find you on the internet.
2: I'm, uh, you, you can find me at www.fabbird.com, F-A-B-B-I-R-D.com. And then I do have an Instagram page, Fabulous Bird.
0: But everybody can get to all them other things through your own site, right?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, what do you got in the oven? What do I have in the oven?
0: That's a metaphor, Pete.
2: No, yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, I'm, I, I just said that I mean, I'm I'm just in a place right now. I teach music as well. I, I've, I've got drums set up in my living room, and I'll tell you what I think I have. I have in the oven. I think maybe some. Uh, lately, I've been getting behind the kit and playing more jazz, more jazz influenced, I should say. Just random, abstract, ten minutes of. It's like a 10-minute drum solo. Yeah. And I'm thinking of adding like a free verse or something over that. Something completely different.
0: Yeah. Man, when you get that together, when you get that cooked, will you come back on the show and we can play it and talk about it? I would love to. Man, that would be bitching. Uh, I I like, you know, because that's the whole idea of the movement and ways. Just let the freak flag fly, you know? Why does? Yes. It, I mean, I remember my pop telling me this? Uh, philo- philo- let's get a little Greek here. Philosophy, right? Why does mm-hmm. a Why does a dog lick his balls? <laughs> Cause he can. Yeah. Right. Right.
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: So um, what you're doing? You know, if the Berlin walls were only physical, we could take a hammer to them. But they're in our fucking heads. So man, I love what you're gonna do. Uh, thank you. Really, and it big, it's big. A big honor. Like I said, come back on as soon as you get that good. People, it's been the October twenty eighth, twenty twenty edition of What Pedro Show. Keep it powdered right.